welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are really excited today. We have Antonio Cupo here. And Antonio, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So what we like to do uh, with our new guests on our podcast, we like to learn a little bit about you and how you got started. And so what inspired you to get into acting? I will say that now I look at myself and I'm like, well, I probably, probably could have done my hair for this interview. <laughs> Um, and we're usually so polished in Hallmark movies and here I am just like, feel like I just got it. So what we, I just, I, I was, uh, as I was telling you, I, I got two movies in pre-production started today. So I've been, uh, I've been kind of, uh, quote unquote, crushing it, um, yes. on the, on the, uh, on the production side, as opposed to, uh, being in front of the camera. So I'm in all of my, my, uh, my production glory right now. So I apologize for the, for the look and, um. And yeah, and what I mean by crushing it is people are crushing me because they're asking me a lot of questions and I have to <laughs> figure all the answers. But yeah, uh, the producer has to know everything. He has to know right. a little piece of everything, right? It's true. It's true. And you know, like all the many years doing Hallmark movies has definitely served me well because oftentimes, um, you know, and not only Hallmark movies, but uh, just being in the business and being on set has really um, helped me kind of fill those shoes, you know, fill the shoes of the producer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So were you always interested in getting into, into film and television? You know, um, so like, yeah, on the producing side, you know, I don't know if that was a, I think I, I became interested in it because I had an, I had an opinion of some of the things I was doing, I had an opinion about it. Like, I mean, for a producer to hear that an actor has an opinion, it's like the worst thing in the world, as you can imagine. It's like, oh God, now we got to change a script, you know, uh, but <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, I had an opinion about, you know, about dialogue, about lines, about the scenes where they took place and things like that. I would say, oftentimes I would send my, um, send my notes in and, and, and many times they would be accepted, but sometimes they wouldn't be, be for whatever reason. Uh, there was, um, a producer named Dan Paulson. There still is a producer named Dan Paulson who's wonderful and, uh, and does a bunch of movies and, uh, TV series for, um, for Hallmark uh chesapeake shores is one of them we were doing a movie i think it was in maybe 2013 and i sent him a big bunch of notes for, for a, a movie that we were doing and he said uh he just wrote me back um i've incorporated all of your notes you are going to be a producer <laughs> and yeah. that was like full stop and i'm like okay i have no idea what that means and i had no idea how to get into that, uh, you know, that situation where I would be like, okay, become a producer. And, and there's really no, like, there's no like date where you just sort of become a producer. You just kind of start producing in that, like uh -huh. you start coming up with Go ideas and you start figuring out how to do, how to make the movies. And you, you know, you really, um, if you're interested in that kind of thing, then that's, that's the only role for you. Yeah. You know, well, and if you're not interested in that kind of thing, you got to do something else. Yeah. Well, one of my first ever favorite TV movies <laughs> is, in a, is maybe one you don't get asked about much. I don't know. Maybe you do. Uh, but I love Love Notes, even to this day. It's one of my favorites. Oh. I think that movie is so good. Very underrated. I love you and Laura Layton. And, you know, you get to be this like country music star. That had to be fun. You know, it's so wild because today, after so many years of not seeing that film today, my son was asking me about acting and I said, well, do you want to act? Do you want an agent? You know, like do you, you we should start like yeah. moving forward on this if you want to. And he said, well, what do I have to do? Like just act goofy. And I'm like, no, it's like, so I turned on, I don't know how to make him recognize or help him recognize that 
someone familiar to him can also be in front of the camera and be acting, so to speak. And I went online and clicked on something on, on YouTube and it was it was Laura Layton and, and me in a scene from Love Note. No so way. That just came up. And um, and I remember um, shooting that movie very fondly. Uh, and it was David Weaver who was directing yeah. it. It's still one of his favorite movies. We worked on a, on a few movies in the last couple of years. He's great. Yeah, we've uh, had him on the pod. We love him. He's great. Yeah. yeah. He's really good. And he's, he's a very cinematic director. And, you know, he really let us play. And um, I'll never forget the very first meeting I had with, with both David and, and Laura Layton. We were sitting at a hotel in Vancouver. And he said, look, I just wanted to get you guys together because you guys have to, you know, you guys have to um, be in this, you know, sort of like tumultuous relationship. Yeah. And you like each other and you don't and all this stuff. And he's like, so... Uh, you know, I, I guess you guys should just meet and, you know, I guess just figure it out, you know, and, and she looked at me and she said, where did, where did you study? And I told her and I said, where did you study? And, uh, and she told me, and it turned out that we had studied in the same place under the same sort of, uh, with the same sort of teachers. And, uh, and we looked at, at David and we said, yeah, that's great. He's like, that's it. <laughs> you know anything else about more about each other? And yeah. I, and she goes, no, I, I already know. Um, you know, I already know what he's, uh, what he's going to bring and he knows what I'm going to bring. And that mm -hmm. was, it. yeah. And was we had so much fun on that shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Was it fun to do the, like the concert scenes and the singing scenes? Yeah. Well, I played music for a number of years. Um, I play guitar. I do play guitar and I, and I sing and I songwrite. Um, and in that time I was doing it pretty much full time. So actually the band that I'm playing with in Love Notes was actually my touring band. So oh, that, really? that was the band that I toured Canada with and it was, it was called Hybrid Cartel. So we were, we had just finished a tour at that point and then we were back together on this film set, but we were playing country music. So it, was, it was a fun sort of, uh, yeah, fun yeah. little nugget there. That's cool, I didn't know that. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the hosts of the podcast Home for Hallmark, Molly and Brad now bring readers their debut novel, If Only Christmas Would Come. An instant Amazon bestseller, If Only Christmas Would Come, transferred readers back to Prince Edward Island during the era of Anne of Green Gables and features a strong-headed, cranberry-farming, jeans-wearing heroine and a playboy with a family secret. Reviewers agree this book is a fluffy, steamy, predictable Hallmark movie masterpiece, If Only Christmas Would Come is available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble now. Visit at Home for Hallmark for more info. That's at Home for Hallmark, and you can use our affiliate link in the description below. Well, uh, so another favorite of yours is Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Ooh, of course, yeah. you and Autumn. And I have to tell you that I went on Screen Drafts, which is another podcast, and yeah. we were doing our favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. And I picked Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade for my number five pick. And they fought me on it. They said, it's not a Christmas movie because it's about, th it's on Thanksgiving. And I said, right. that is outrageous. <laughs> it's close enough to Christmas. Yes, it's I mean, it's Thanksgiving is part of the Christmas season. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it were now, if that movie were to be released in 2022, that would already part be part of the countdown. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? right. I mean, they, yeah, the countdown starts in, in before before Halloween, for goodness sakes. Yeah. But uh, but you're in a Santa suit at one point. Of course, it's a Christmas movie. At the very end, I'm in a Santa suit. It was probably about 40 degrees uh, that day, which is a, a, by Canadian standards is like uh, 100 Fahrenheit. 
Yeah. Um, and it was uh, it was intense in that in that uh, in that Santa suit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Autumn and I had a had a, a little kiss there at the end, and my face yes. was melting off. And it was just funny, but it was it was a great it was a great experience, and I love I love Autumn. that script. It's such a good script. Yeah, and I actually have a little a little something to kind of tell you. Ooh. Autumn and I are working on a new film. Yes. Because you guys have been together three films, right? I think it's. I, like I do, I do, I do. Thanksgiving Parade, Glenbrook. Glenbrook. And then we did one in Mexico together, which is not a Hallmark movie, oh. but it was, uh, it was a thriller. Oh. With husband and wife. Nice. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of fun. Cool. So you're going to be in a new one. That's exciting. Yeah. So we're kind of just working on the concept right now. You know, I think that probably over the next year, year and a half, we'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime well, you get an opportunity to work with Autumn, is, it's always, uh, I mean, she's just a dream, uh, you know, yeah. scene partner to have. She's just so responsive and um, she's so fun and funny and just like, it's just, it's great to work with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and if you have that chemistry, might as well uh, take advantage of it. 100% agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And love a Thanksgiving Day Parade. I, I just love the script. I think, honestly, I feel like that's one that is, that you could release in the theaters. I think it's very solid, that script. Well, I appreciate it. I feel like that's, for me as well, that was like the standard for Hallmark movie. It set the bar pretty pretty high, but that mm -hmm. was like, you know, that as a baseline was like, oh, the, this script and the way, you know, the way the script flow was, the way it was written rather. Um, and just, I just feel like it all was just very magical and it just came together and mm -hmm. it was, uh, it was a, beautiful a beautiful little film but you know not not to take away anything up from the other ones that one just felt more like um like this is the baseline for like comedy rom-com you know all those things that kind of came together and incidentally when uh, I was in New York last week talking to some people uh from Hallmark and that that was their favorite too nice. so it's come up yeah. in the past you know not to speak yeah. too highly of it but it's um you know if, if anyone hasn't seen it I definitely think they should. Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, just remember that we were the originators of many of those fine films. <laughs> yes. And that it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a Christmas movie. It's not like Terminator where it's like debatable. Come on, guys. Yeah. Or, uh, or Die Hard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Was it Terminator or Die Hard? Maybe it was Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites, as I said, on the screen drafts. Uh, but, uh, and, and to work with Ron Oliver he's he he's such a he's does such a good job with these movies can always count oh, on it and that is just kind of right when you said that what's that who's the person you're talking about oh ron oliver oh yeah ron, so so ron. yeah always looking for an opportunity to work with him i think he's in greece right now he's working on a new uh a new masterpiece or what does he call them masterpieces mm -hmm. um something like that he's he's a very funny funny guy Mm -hmm. And you've, you've uh, switched off from doing the mysteries and doing like lifetime thrillers, doing the rom-coms. Do you like having that kind of variety, mixing it up? Yeah, you know, I do. I, I don't like to kind of get too set in any one thing. You know, not to say that uh, there's a typecasting, although, you know, like perhaps that is the case for some people, but I've always been, I've always like varied it between you know, um, romantic comedies, dramas, TV series. Um, I don't know what's right or wrong. I just kind of, 
if I, I feel like if I can, if I, if I, if I want to do it in that moment, I just kind of do, and that's it. Um, so I, I've, I've been really blessed and fortunate in that way to, to be able to kind of span the genres. Um, but you know, as long as they're, as long as we're, you know, the, the fans are still liking them and you know, everyone's having a good time, then, then I don't see, I don't, I don't foresee there being a, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't foresee there being a stop to it. I want to continue on just doing things that, uh, that interest me and that get my creative juices flowing. Yeah. Would you say that any of them, like the thrillers or the mysteries or the rom-coms are, are easier or harder or are they all, it just depends. You know, I would say this about the, the, the fun thing about rom-coms is that the, you know, you, you're shown as a sort of a very likable person, you know, like, yeah. so, so it's very easy to kind of see yourself with that person, see yourself friends with that person. See, you know, you want to kind of be that for a part of that person's life. And I fall into the same thing too. When I'm watching movies, I'm just like, I feel like I know this person, you know, whereas, you know, when I'm doing the Hallmark movies, they I don't, might always start that way. And then I'm oh, sorry, rather when I'm doing when movies for lifetime, like thrillers and stuff, or even, you know, or even cinematic, you know, like, uh, uh, what would you call it? Like films. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, maybe it might start out that everything is all good and then suddenly they see like a darker side but that's a lot of fun because you get to really be on the razor's edge of just like uncontrollable in a controllable setting you know so yeah. you get this playground to work in but you are just on the razor's edge of like even your colleagues don't know if you actually mean it or you don't and that's a very, very fun thing to play because it becomes believable. It becomes very realistic, naturalistic. Mm -hmm. And I really, I really strive for that. That's my, that's my like actorial happy, happy space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you do the rom-coms and it's somebody maybe you haven't worked with, do you try to do like a chemistry read or do you, how do you kind of build that chemistry? You know, I can't even see that there's really that. Sometimes we'll have the opportunity to have like a dinner together before. You know, and actually Paul, Dan Paulson was really good at that because you'd always get the cast together before and like we'd all have a dinner. It was very classic kind of old Hollywood feel to it where it's like, you know, here are my actors and here's, you know, we're all eating, you know, before. And I just feel like some of that has gone away with just the speed of productions and, and, and you know, of course, over the last couple of years, other, you know, um, reasons, you know, COVID, et cetera. COVID that, um, yeah, a lot of that has kind of gone away, but um so I've gotten off on a tangent. I don't remember your original question. No, just the, do you, how do you build that chemistry? Oh yeah, the chemistry. I, I feel like you just kind of, you know, anyone I've worked with and anyone I've met at Hallmark uh, or otherwise, like any actor, actress, we're kind of all in it together. I just feel like I sort of know, like if someone was, if someone was shockingly different, it would be like, it would be, marked in my mind like okay this person is like really different than everybody but we're all kind of the same I mean we're all we all act we all exchange you know ideas we're all sort of in a very artistic field we're all just trying to get by a lot of us have young families so I think I think that we just the biggest difference now is like do you have children or do you not have children because the people that have children always show up on set and they're just like, you know, disheveled right there's like <laughs> like organized your kid's life and like you know, feeding your kid, you know, a bowl of cereal on the way to school and then <laughs> the film set yes. is a lot different than someone just like rolling up, you know, in, you know, in a, in a, in a car, you know, having just being picked up from a hotel and it's like they're on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Now, not to make it sound light because there's a lot of work and preparation that goes into every character, but I feel like we just sort of connect on the day and in the makeup trailer, we connect and just sort of see, but like, you yeah. know, Rachel, I feel like we're all the same at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I don't really know you, but I could have dinner with you. We could chat and I would know you, you know what I mean? Like we know each yeah. other because we're here, we're doing it. We have similar interests. We have similar loves. And, you know, we, we want to be in relationship with each other. Yeah. Well, and you have over 70 acting credits, which is very impressive. And so, I mean, you know, you're experienced, you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are ways, and I appreciate you saying that, um, there are ways to build a uh, relationship when, um, build relationship when relationship isn't there. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, certain things that I do um, but it's very rare that I, I really have to like, you know, massage that muscle, so to speak. Yeah. Like work on the chemistry. Yeah. It's usually yeah. just happens, you know, mm -hmm. so, um, you know, it, it's going to be a day to remember when, 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 and if that ever happens. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, let's talk about Christmas at the Golden Dragon. Yes. Very fun. Yes. Yeah. This is your new uh, Hallmark movie coming out. And why don't you tell the audience a little bit about it? Well, um, I got to be really careful with spoilers because yeah. I'm, I've been getting so many emails with regard to my, um, my, the other two films that started today, pre-production. And I, and I'm, uh, I haven't kept up to speed on like everything that's come through. Like, don't right. you dare talk about this. You know, <laughs> it would never be said like that. It would be like, we can avoid talking about, but I will say this, um, uh, Golden Dragon is, uh, well, of course the Golden Dragon is a restaurant. Um, you know, it's Christmas time. There is, um, um, you know, in, in, in a town where there's a restaurant like the Golden Dragon, we have a lot of like relationships that are in and around there in that people cross each other. There's a, you know, the town where everyone knows each other. And um, the restaurant is really, um, really sort of the center focus um, where the, the, the owners are feeling like it's time to call it quits, maybe not run the restaurant anymore. And incidentally, that's that the last day is going to be um, in and around Christmas, uh, Christmas day, in fact. Um, I think that the big thing is, is that when you do have like um, your, your spot, you know, like you have your favorite restaurant, your favorite mm -hmm. cafe, no matter whether you're, you have a family or you're divorced or you have children or you don't, you, you have a relationship to that place. 
And, and that's going to mean something for, for everyone differently. And one of the most beautiful things that uh, about this movie is that there's, it's an ensemble. There's like yeah. six leads. Mm -hmm. So they all have their own personal relationship and personal journey and their personal connections with the Golden Dragon, which is a restaurant. Well, it's such a brilliant idea because so many people do have the tradition of going to Chinese on Christmas because it's a lot of times the known? only place open uh, yeah. on Christmas. I feel like I should have known. I should have known this. I didn't know that <laughs> until actually one of my colleagues mentioned it on another call, and I'm like, really, Chris? Like, because we we're so traditional at Christmas, and the fact that we do everything at home, like no one would ever go out. Um, yeah. Well, and particularly my, it's kind of a joke with my like Jewish friends that, yeah. that that's their Christmas dinner is going oh, to really? Chinese food. Cause that's the only place open. So that's right. Chinese yeah, food. I guess so. Yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't celebrate. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. So, so I, I think it has a lot of potential to, to be fun because I do think there's actually a Chinese food part of Christmas. That's that's there. Maybe we should have um, had a, a Jewish story around there. Yes. That would have been really fun. They really should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Your pairing is with Sarah Canning. Is that right? It is true. Okay. It's true. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, I love Sarah. She's amazing. Yeah. She's a really, really great actor and just an amazing human being. And <clears throat> we, um, we, uh, we had this opportunity, which is strange that we've had it so late because I feel like I've worked with so many people uh, in, in, Van in Vancouver and, um, she's from Vancouver and we have never crossed paths, but this was a great introduction because she's just so amazing. Yeah. I want to work with her some more. We're, we're going to try to find something else to do together, but, um, yeah, she was, it was, uh, it was good to be able to collaborate with her and, and Osric and, and Kara Wang. I mean, there's, there were so many people, uh, Barbara Niven, like mm -hmm. I mean, this cast, it feels like we just got so lucky. And Rachel, you would never believe offset was as fun as onset <laughs> because you just go underneath this Chinese restaurant and there was like 25 chairs lined up and, uh, and all the actors and we're just sort of like sitting around chatting and it was like a party every time, you know? So did they, did they use a, like in Vancouver, did they use a Chinese restaurant or did they set it, make a set? You know, not only do they use a Chinese restaurant, but right I think we were looking at the actual Golden Dragon, like right across the street, there was a place called the Golden Dragon. And this oh, nice. is something else that I didn't know of because <laughs> apparently Golden Dragon is used a lot in Chinese restaurants. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big thing. Makes that, sense. That's, yeah. It's supposed to be like known or whatever, but um, that's, that was something that I learned uh, on the set. But yes, we shot at a Chinese restaurant. They shut the, the restaurant down for a number of days 
Um, and it was uh, it was great. It looked really good. It was very authentic, and uh -huh. you know, it like it was across on the screen. Yeah, cool. Uh, was Barbara? Is she playing Sarah's mom or? She is. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, and they made such a great little couple. What acting? Yeah, she's extraordinary. I love her. She's the like, best. Not to give you any hints, <laughs> but I'm just saying it may be a character in there. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Good. So the main couple is Kara Wong and Osric Chow. And so that's really going to be fun to get to meet them. I haven't seen anything with them uh, before. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're both super talented and it's great. They're, I just feel like it's, it's so, it's so time to start incorporating these stories that are so, um, you know, they're, they're stories that are multicultural and, you know, inclusive and, mm -hmm. It's it's a part of our lives, like North Americans. I mean, this is a this is a, this story is going to relate to so many people. Yeah, this is a part of our lives that has not been explored before, and I think it's going to be for many. It's going to be it's going to hit home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, are you producing any uh, anything uh, c that's coming out this Christmas season? That's coming out this Christmas season. No, um, next Christmas season, I, I have uh, one or more. The reason oh, why okay, I say good. one or more is because more are in development, but there's definitely one, I believe, that has been, uh, that, uh, that has been ordered. And uh, last year, you, were, you did Dickens of a Holiday, which is a fan favorite. Oh, did, was that one well received? Yes, yes. Oh, amazing, okay, it yeah. It also made the screen drafts top, t top 12. Uh, Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. So if you listen to it, I feel like I should know this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, put up on screen drafts. They have like a, a committee or whatever that they call in and there's a topic and each one gets three nominations. Yeah. And so one of the other podcasters named Dan, he picked it Dickens of a holiday for number 12 for his wow. first pick. And oh, I picked love of the Thanksgiving day parade as my, and it was, I think number five, you guys, I mean, yeah. being in, in like Hallmark's making what 50 movies, 100 <laughs> movies I don't know, like yeah, dozens 41 this year to be in like the top 12, even to be in the top 50, I would be like super happy. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. That, <laughs> You're welcome. That was, I, the, yeah, that was the I little really enjoyed that, it. Good, that, um, it was interesting because it started off with a sort of small idea and then, you know, we got our cast on and the thing just went like wide open and, um, you know, everyone was just so, so incredible. Brooke, Chris Palaha, Chris Palaha is like, he's yeah. just such a monster on screen. <laughs> he's such a great actor and yeah. I absolutely adore him and he comes with so many great ideas and you know it's just it's a real real treat to have him on any film set and as well he's as been so good to us as a podcast very supportive yeah. so yeah, well I can, super I nice. can see that only because like I know who he is as a person <laughs> yeah um but we're really excited for the new movie uh we're looking forward to it so thank you so much for coming and talking with us uh, it was so much fun to get to meet you and we'll definitely have you back I want to do it again like soon I feel like we there's a okay. lot more we have to talk about and I want to like unlock all the secrets for you and your audience so that you're able to see a little okay. bit more behind the scenes but anyways if, if we'll do uh, it if your audience isn't following along we're we're starting pre-production a couple movies starting now so we'll be in production in three weeks um which is basically uh the end of november early december and i post all kinds of stuff 
when we start shooting. So please uh, follow me at Antonio Cupo and uh, hopefully you get a little glimpse of some of the behind the scenes stuff. And we might even be working with one of your favorites. I'm not gonna tell you who, but you're gonna see very soon. Very good. Okay, well, we'll be in touch and thanks again. I hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. You too, take care, thank you. Okay. And we'd like to thank Antonio for coming on the podcast. This was a really fun little interview and I'm excited to have him back on in future interviews. And so let us know what you think of all the things we talked about. We really appreciate it. And please follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast, All Murky's Pod and All Murky's Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really, really, really appreciate that. And if you are watching YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. So take a look at that. And thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.